When I'm wanting something, when I was wanting to find a new space, when I was wanting to sit in a luxurious hotel, when I feel like I need more money, or when I feel like something's missing, like I can't access something, it's because there's a feeling that's missing. It's not actually caused by not having the money or by not living where we want to live. We're just lacking the feeling that we think those things are going to provide. Hey, I'm Emma B. Welcome to the Intuition Revolution podcast. Today's podcast episode was recorded in probably July of 2020. And we all know that that was the heat of quarantine in the middle of COVID-19. And just to give you some context around what was happening um, when I recorded this, my husband had been deployed in the middle of the COVID outbreak. Um, so I was quarantined at home alone with my three-year-old at the time. Um, I was also in the middle of an MBA program trying to get my master's degree while also building and starting this business. And I had a lot of pressure that I was putting on myself. And so this podcast episode was me walking you through a day in the life of a really frustrating experience and day for me. I just had an immensely difficult time not feeling resentful and pressured and in a self-pity kind of way. And so this podcast episode is giving you a step-by-step how I felt and what I did to shift and change how I was feeling so that I could to continue to work and continue to build my business and continue to do the things I wanted to do. So this is not like your usual podcast episode where I'm telling you what to do and and kind of just talking at you. This is a recollection and kind of a story of a single day in my life. And so I really hope that this is helpful for you to see exactly my thought process. Um, So A, you don't feel alone. And so B, you can understand how a life coach shifts her energy. And when we say shifting energy, you know specifically like firsthand an example of what I'm talking about. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. As always, let me know what you think over on Instagram at emma.b-r-o-n-a-u-g-h. I love you and enjoy. I had a really frustrating day the other day and I was proud of myself because I quickly talked myself out of it and was able to shift pretty quickly out of feeling out of control and stuck. And so I just wanted to share that whole story with you, my lessons learned, and how exactly I got myself out of feeling that way. Um, So I'm going to go into a lot of detail, probably more detail than is necessary, about this story and my entire thought processes. Um, In hindsight, when I was like writing the outline for this episode, it sounded like I was making a bunch of excuses. Um for why I couldn't accomplish what I was wanting to accomplish. Um, And there's a lot of privilege that comes out um, in the way I was thinking. But I want to go into every single bit of that because I know that I'm not the only one that has days where we feel stuck and like just completely out of control. I know I'm not the only one where I just cannot get 
where you just cannot get what you think you need for the life of you because of your circumstances. And I just want you to understand my experience and my thought process and like step by step what I did um, so that you can see you're not alone and you're not ridiculous and that we all have these days. Um, but then also what you can do specifically to get yourself out of that mode. So we're going to start at the very beginning. <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> Why do we always start our stories that way? It's funny. But um, I woke up the other day just in a real funk. I didn't feel empowered like I normally do. I wasn't in that mode of like, all right, let's get to work, you know. And the way it was manifesting on this day was that I just felt so over my house. Like I work from home. We've all been at home kind of in this weird quarantine situation for a while now so I've just been in this house a lot and I was over it I just woke up completely over it um to give you a little context my house was built in the 50s um so there are some cracks in the walls the kitchen we're redoing the bath our master bathroom is severely outdated and all of our furniture is actually hand-me-downs um and so a lot of it just feels like it's falling apart um, and staying in the house to work was like literally I was getting pissed off. Like I was so pissed that my house was the way that it is <laughs> and that it doesn't look like a damn Pinterest picture. And I think that a lot of us are probably feeling this way recently uh, because like I said with the COVID stuff. And so I did what I knew to do, which is got to shift this energy. Like this is, you are not going to be productive if this is how you continue your day. And I did everything that I knew to do. I, I went on a walk, I worked out and I did the things. <laughs> Those are like the things, you know, that you're supposed to do when you're in a bad mood, right? You're supposed to move your body. You're supposed to get your brain out of the cycle that it's in. So I went on a walk and I worked out, but it didn't help at all. <laughs> so I got back from my walk and I felt so frantic. Like the fact that the walk didn't help me get out of my bad mood made it even worse because then I was mad at myself for still being in the bad mood. And so I started to feel really frantic, like, oh my God, I've got to fix this. I've got to get out of this space. I can't do this right now. I cannot deal with the couch with the rip in it, like blah, blah, blah. I was just, I was so convinced though that it was the space that needed to change rather than like me needing to change. And unfortunately, when we get in this frantic energy, when we like get really impulsive and like, oh my God, I've got to change this. I've got to change this. I've got to do this. Like that impulsive franticness, there are one of two things can happen. Actually, both things could happen. There are two things that could happen. The first is that we could make a really stupid decision that wastes money or time or is just long-term harmful. Like if you have an addiction, this might be behavior that leads into an, some sort of addictive behavior. Like this impulsive franticness is what pe causes people to drink too much or eat too much or just engage in whatever addictive pattern you may have. For me, when I feel this way, I often will like go to TJ Maxx and buy too much stuff. Or um, I, I am a runner. Like I want to run away when I feel this 
kind of franticness. Um, I even will like start arguments with my husband when I get frustrated as a way, not consciously, but subconsciously as a way to get that anger and frustration energy just out. And then the second thing that can happen if you're less of an impulsive type of person, I think it can feeling really frantic like this and like something needs to change can cause you to have really negative self-talk. So if you feel out of control, you may respond to yourself like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I let this happen. I'm not worthy of having what I want anyways. So of course this is happening. And, or because I can't make this happen, that must mean I'm a failure. Or my life is meaningless. I never get what I want. On and on with this like self attack. And both of these are terrible options. The frantic energy, the feeling out of control kind of like fight instinct um, just has terrible consequences. We don't want to pick either of those two options. So the only other thing to do is to shut down that franticness and move into another energy so that we're not perpetuating the problem that originally got us in that energy to begin with. Okay, so back to the story. I get home from my walk and I just, I feel like the space, my house has to change. So y'all, <laughs> I had the not so brilliant idea that maybe we should upgrade our living situation. Um, I was feeling like our current house is run down and that I needed a more inspiring and pretty place to live. <laughs> and just to be very clear, we do not live in a shithole. Like we live in a very nice house in a nice neighborhood and nothing is actually falling apart. Okay, some of our furniture is kind of falling apart, but we're also actively renovating our kitchen. We recently renovated one of the bathrooms. Like, we have a great house and we love living here. We say all the time how much we love living here. But I started to look at houses in a newer area of town that we could afford um, and that would be like even more upgraded. And so I contacted a realtor. And remember how I said I'm a runner? This is a classic example of this. Where like the situation I'm in now isn't, it, isn't doing it for me anymore. And so I run away. Like I just want to get rid of it. I always do this. Whenever I feel stuck either energetically or because things aren't moving fast enough or I don't have control over something, I start to do what I can to run away. I can always find ways to get out of doing whatever I'm doing. And I also want to caveat that in my past, my actions were even way more dramatic than what I did by contacting the realtor. In the past, I probably would have just started talking to my husband about moving and justifying moving before I even had any information to back up that decision. Like I would have just gone for it. So the fact that I stopped myself enough to even contact a realtor, that showed some progress, <laughs> even though it still sounds crazy. Anyway, back to the story again. So the realtor actually ended up telling me that we have a lot of equity in our home now and that if we moved out of our home into a nicer one, then we wouldn't have enough equity at that point to be able to support us moving to San Diego more long term. 
So if you don't know, I, uh, Brooks and I are going to be getting out of the military in a couple of years. And at that point, it is our dream to move to the San Diego area. And in order to do that, we're going to have to have um, a pretty hefty down payment. And so that has kind of been the focus of our financial lives as of lately. So if we were to move out of our home now, we wouldn't have the kind of down payment that we need in order to support us moving to San Diego. So that very quickly shut down my impulsive idea of moving, thank God. But I was still really pissed because then I was back at square one. I was like, I'm uninspired. I need something new. The energy in this house is weighing me down. The vibe of looking at all of this old shit and all of the improvements we have to do, like, I was just so stressed out, so stressed out. I wanted to throw a three-year-old tantrum. So the next thing I did was decide that I needed a weekend away in Dallas. Like, I just need to get away and I need to go take my time. I I need to just not be here. Every time I do this, I get in the mode of, I've got to run. I can't be an Abilene anymore. I need to get away. And sometimes that's fair. Like, that's fine. We all need breaks, and sometimes it is true. Like, sometimes we do need to get away. But the getting away I was talking about needing was staying at, like, a $300 a night hotel just two or three weeks before we're actually going on a vacation. Like, in a couple weeks, I will be getting a break. (laughs) So it didn't make any sense for me to spend that kind of effort and money right before a vacation that will be, like, I will be getting out of Abilene. And that will allow me to relax in a real way and not out of this impulsive, frantic, demanding, like, I've just got to get out of here, right? (laughs) That was my like, okay, well, this weekend, I'm just, I'm going to go to Dallas. Okay, but that didn't solve the immediate problem of me being in this pissed off mode now. (laughs) So I started desperately searching on Google. This is not the first time I've done this either desperately looking on Google Maps for a location that I could take my laptop and work that was like the inspirational vibey kind of place that I was feeling like I needed. I actually this week I spent three days in a row working at like the nicest coffee shop that we have here in Abilene but I was over it like I I didn't want to spend a fourth day sitting in that same coffee shop But there's nowhere else here that isn't, like, country. I don't know how else to describe it, but just, like, old kind of barbecue-y. You know when you go to a barbecue restaurant, there's, like, wood everywhere and it's rustic and an old metal, like, just rusty kind of vibe? There's nowhere in Abilene that isn't like that. (laughs) And that's just completely the opposite of where I'm at in my life right now. What I crave is like clean, simple, bright spaces, really light, um, really light food, like healthy, nourishing food and locations. And that is just not how Abilene does things. That's not really the culture here. And in addition to that, it was 105 degrees outside for the last two weeks. So working outside at a park was like not an option. So it felt like no matter what I was trying to do, I felt more and more stuck. I, I was like, I, I just, I can't go anywhere today. I hate my house. And on top of it, I can't go anywhere. I was just fuming. But luckily, 
I noticed what was happening and I noticed that I was starting to spiral out of control. And so I just got my butt in the car and I started driving to the front porch. And just the act of driving to that coffee shop that I had been previously the last three days, like, it started to make me feel better. And then while I was driving to the coffee shop, I started to think of just a really small solution to my problem. Instead of spending all of this money at this luxurious hotel that I was planning on staying the weekend at, I decided that I would just drive to Fort Worth, which is just two hours away, and just spend the day in the hotel lobby. I was like, I can drive two hours, spend an entire day of, in the lobby of a bougie hotel working to like reset my energy. I wasn't going to spend any money outside of just gas, um, but I figured I could spend the four hours total in the car jamming, listening to podcasts, and resetting in like a really vibey and energizing location. I was planning on leaving uh, the house really early so that I could get there with like a six-hour amount of time to work and then be back home by 5 p.m. I wanted to do this to get re-inspired um, and just in general re-energize. I wanted to shift my view and uh, the perspective that I was having, you know, just get outside of Abilene for a couple of hours. And then in the meantime, though, I was going to spend my time at the coffee shop sitting in like a different part of the restaurant. So you know how you go into a coffee shop and you have like your usual table that you sit at. Well, I I was like, okay, I've been sitting there for the last three days, so I'm just going to completely shift the perspective that I have in the coffee shop and sit in a different location. And past that, I, we are, like I said, we're actually going on vacation in a couple of weeks. And so I set the intention, really purposefully set an intention that on that vacation, I'm going to get rest and I'm going to be re-inspired, not just rest and not do anything, but be re-inspired by the new scenery, um, we've never been there before, um, hiking, kind of get my body moving in a way that I don't hear in Abilene. So I just have the intention of really re-energizing myself during that vacation. And then between all, in between all of that, and even just the entire time before we actually get to move, um, after the military, Another idea I had was to just look at pictures of San Diego and the beaches and the restaurants and the views that I inevitably will have in a matter of only 15 months. I decided to be in gratitude for the the fact that 15 months is a short amount of time. And that time is moving really, really quickly. And before I know it, I'm going to be there. And I decided to sit in gratitude for the equity on the home that we do have Even though I don't really want to live in this house anymore, it is serving me and my family so well. And it's directly supporting our ability to move into my dream location in the near future. So I'm thankful that I even have this coffee shop in Abilene. Because when we first moved here, we didn't have this coffee shop. So I started to shift my energy into gratitude and thinking of ideas and creative ways that I could achieve what I was looking for. Instead of looking for it frantically, I started looking for it more calmly, 
and positively and with gratefulness in my heart. Um, And that's when the energy really started to shift and I started to feel more and better and better and better. Before I had this kind of practice of shifting and and feeling unstuck, I I genuinely would have spent $1,000 on a weekend in Dallas um, and then spent, you know, months after that feeling guilty about spending all of that money. Or I would have done something really drastic like starting to look at other homes to live in and then just because we could afford it, talking my husband into moving. I would have just done something really impulsive or dramatic. But this time instead, I reminded myself that, and this is really what I want to talk about with you guys and what I want to to suggest is that it's actually a feeling that I'm after. It's always just a feeling that we're missing. Always, always, always it's a feeling. So when I'm wanting something, when I was wanting to find a new space, when I was wanting to sit in a luxurious hotel, when I feel like I need more money, or when I feel like something's missing, like I can't access something, it's because there's a feeling that's missing. It's not actually caused by not having the money or by not living where we want to live. We're just lacking the feeling that we think those things are going to provide. And for me, very often, and the reason why I I don't enjoy living in Abilene is because I don't feel inspired here. And what I want to say to that is that that is okay. Like, it's okay that I don't like where I live. But the difference is that when I think that my happiness or joy or fulfillment or motivation to work comes from more stuff or more money or by moving itself, that is not accurate. So like, yes, I do want to move from here. And yes, at the end of Brooke's term, we will be moving. But the reason is because there's a vibe that I personally resonate with in San Diego. And that's a vibe that I'm looking for. But in the meantime, I had to ask myself, okay, you can't go to San Diego today. So what can you do to find that inspiration, that vibe, the energy today, right now? Today, right now, I can plan to go to Fort Worth for the day. I can go to the vibiest coffee shop that we have, even if it's not as vibey as I want it to be. I can look at pictures of San Diego. Today, right now, I can be grateful. And as soon as I realized that on my drive to the coffee shop, I realized that it's just one millisecond at a time. Access that feeling just one millisecond at a time. Because it is costing me no money, except maybe in gas, if I were to drive to the hotel. And to be honest, I didn't even spend any money at the coffee shop because I had enough rewards points. So like literally I spent zero money, but I automatically started feeling better. It's about that simple acknowledgement and being grateful, knowing that the future is coming fast. That shifted my energy so quickly. And guess what? I didn't even need, end up needing to go to Fort Worth. I did not even take the day to drive out of Abilene because just that simple shift, the simple gratitude, the simple acknowledgement of that it's a feeling and I can access it where I'm at completely changed how I was feeling. And I didn't even need to take the day 
to drive outside of the town. You see, we often feel like we don't have agency over our lives as spouses, and honestly, there's a lot of ways in which we don't. We're all aware that we are told where to live, what careers we can have, when to move, you know, all of like what friends we're going to have. But in refusing to live into that story of being out of control, you allow yourself to take agency in different ways. So I spent years of my life repeating this to myself that I have no control. I have no control. I have no control. So therefore, I felt out of control. And that's how I felt that morning when I woke up earlier this week. I was feeling like this is not fair. And I was going down the rabbit hole of I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't have to deal with this. I should be able to find a new fucking coffee shop and go stand on the fucking beach. Other people get to take walks on the beach. It's not fair that I don't. And I just was perpetuating this like I'm out of control story. And those things are actually true. I can't walk on the beach today. There are no new coffee shops in Abilene today. And it's not fair. And you know what? I do deserve to have what I want. Do not get me wrong on that. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't have access to what you desire. But in the meantime, while we're waiting for those things to come into our lives... You cannot be telling yourself that out-of-control story. We've got to stop it. Because that's what's keeping us from gaining control of our lives back in the first place. By telling ourselves that story, we're doing nothing but perpetuating it. And when you tell yourself over and over again that you're out of control, you're giving people control over your life where they didn't even originally have it in the first place. I don't know if that makes sense, so let me try to explain it. So if I'm telling myself I'm out of control, I'm out of control, I'm out of control, what that's suggesting is that someone or something else is in control of your life. And when you allow, yes, allow that to be the case, you're giving that other person or entity more and more control over you. You are giving them your power. You're basically giving them permission, whether it's your spouse, the military, God, whatever deeply rooted belief that you have in your case, you're giving them permission to have all of the control. Because when you give your power away, you no longer have the ability to receive the things that you want. Because you think that it's up to them to give it to you. But when you stop that cycle and you acknowledge your power and that you are a co-creator of your life and that you decide what you get and that no one else can stand in your way of receiving what you want, you start to create things for yourself rather than waiting on someone or something else to grant it to you. That's not how life is. That's not how life works. Other people, we do not wait on other people to hand things to us. You are not at the will of anyone or anything else as long as you do not allow them to be. 
So what we want to do is slowly but surely take lost control of your life back. And that requires starting at the very basics. So sure, you're a military spouse, so you probably can't control a lot of things in your life. But you can control your thoughts. You can control whether or not you are grateful for the things in your life. You can control how you respond to things. And you can control how you speak about your life and the things that occur in your life. And when you start to pay attention to that, slowly you will gain more and more and more and more control back. And that slow but steady increase of agency is what we're looking for. When you remember that everything that you want, you're really looking for a feeling. When you say that you want more money or you say that you want to live somewhere else, that is feeling-based. The materialization of it isn't what you're looking for. When you know that, then it's so much easier to shift your energy in the current moment because you can access those feelings now. And to go even more woo-woo on you, being in that feeling is what is attracting what you want to you anyway. When your energy is on the same wavelength as what you want, then you're attracting it and it can come into your life. So not only did I start to feel better in the current moment when I shifted my attitude by feeling grateful and inspiring myself, but I was also allowing that desire to come to me because I was starting to come back into that place of, no, I do have control. I can control this. Because I can control my thoughts about it. Because I can control my attitude towards it. Because you are worthy, you are smart, and you are going to have everything that you want. If you believe that, then you have to take control over what you can by shifting your energy when you start to notice it going downhill. The difference the other day for me from previous frantic episodes that I've had in the past is that I noticed when my energy started going downhill quickly. Like I said before, when I noticed that I was in that frantic spiraling thought pattern, I got my butt in the car and I started driving to the coffee shop even though I didn't want to. I caught myself and I did what I could to redirect my energy into a better, more productive place. And it immediately made me feel so much better. So my key takeaways from this whole story (laughs) that hopefully made sense was that when you start to go down this feeling of being stuck and out of control and when you start to feel your heart racing and you feel frantic and you start to throw your arms up in the air saying, fuck this, I can't do it anymore. Or maybe you start feeling like you need to yell at your spouse for controlling your life. Or when you feel like you need to post a dramatic thing on Facebook, you need to stop and notice it. Notice that your thought pattern is going into a negative place and ask yourself, what feeling am I after right now? I feel out of control because there's a feeling that I'm not accessing. What is that? For me, in this example, it was inspiration. 
So once I realized that I was lacking some inspiration in my life, I asked myself, what can I do in this moment to access that feeling? Like I said, what I did is I went to the coffee shop. I came up with a plan about going to Dallas, even though I didn't end up needing to. And then I came up with how I was going to approach my vacation. Maybe that's not the solution for you. So if you're looking for inspiration like I was, some other ideas are to look at pictures of a beautiful place that you could either envision yourself living or just a vacation spot. Um, Something else I do is I go look at apartments or condos on Zillow and I envision myself starting to house hunt and then start envisioning myself moving into that dream apartment that I found. I watch inspirational documentaries. I will listen to a podcast. A really important thing that I think we should all do more often is to list out the ways that you are proud of yourself and all of the things that you've accomplished in your life thus far as a way to inspire yourself. Like these feelings are within you. You can give yourself these feelings All you have to do is think back on the amazing things you've done in your life that are still inspiring to you. And I have 100% certainty that you are an inspiring human being, whether you've made it through a deployment, whether you have kids, like these are all very inspiring things. And I think we need to take more time to look back on what we have accomplished. That is one of the more inspiring pieces of advice that I can give you. If you need an energy shift just in general, try going on a walk, try listening to music, try doing a workout. Um, Like I said, what I did is I went to a coffee shop or I go to the library sometimes. So even if you don't want coffee or you don't want to check out a book, just get yourself out of your head and back into the present. Talk to the barista, talk to the librarian, simply just to break the cycle that your mind is locked into. If you're looking for freedom or luxury vibes, which are other feelings that I'm often in search of, start by doing your hair and makeup. Um, I'll do this to make myself feel more like a bougie, like badass bitch when I feel like I need that energy. I will drive around with the music up in my car because I adore my car. I think it's so nice. Um, And so sitting and being in my car with the the technology that's in it, like I just, it makes me feel so luxurious. I will also (laughs) literally just stare at my wedding ring (laughs) Um, because it's a diamond and it has, you know, that luxury uh, vibe to it. Or I will walk around Macy's or a department store and just look at the expensive bags. And I want to be very clear that like you don't have to buy anything. This is about the vibe of it. It's about the feeling um, and it's about feeling the feelings that the bag would give you. So it's not about buying anything or running away or doing something that you can't afford. It's just about feeling the feelings of that thing. And you know, if you can come up with a creative solution, like for me, I was about to drive to another city to go sit in a bougie hotel, then do it. Like if that's what you're feeling called to, do it. There's nothing wrong with taking a day off. If you feel inspired to go get a massage, go get a massage. I just want to make sure that whatever you're doing, um, whether it's free or costs money, that you're doing it to access that feeling And that it's not from a place of like, I've got to buy this bag so that I feel better. 
um, or even a place of revenge. Like I have gone on a shopping spree as kind of like revenge, like I'm going to buy this bag because my husband owes it to me and he can't complain about how much money I spend because it's his fault that I'm in this position in the first place. That, my friends, is revenge um, and that is not where we want to be coming from with this. So just whatever you're doing, check in to make sure that your intentions are in the right place. Um, it's not about buying a bag or getting the massage. It's about the exciting, inspiring, rejuvenating things, transmuting their energy to you so that you then feel excited, inspired, rejuvenated, etc. So I really hope that this all makes sense. Um, and just always know if you need advice or other ideas on how to be in the feelings of whatever you're wanting to access, like other free ways to do that, DM me. I am always available on Instagram and I am happy to give you more specific ideas. So please feel free to reach out to me. I hope that you have a lovely Friday, a lovely weekend, whenever you're listening to this, having a lovely day. Um, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to take a quick second and say thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If this served you in any way or you have any questions or you just want to hit me up, go over to Instagram at emma.b-r-o-n-a-u-g-h. I would love to hear from you. And if this podcast really served you, if you wanted to leave a review, that would be amazing because it just lets me know that I am serving you well and it helps other people like you find this podcast. And we want to grow this community so that we can all, you know, be in solidarity together and learn and grow and commune together. And it would literally mean the world to me. Thank you so much. I love you and I will talk to you next time.